0: Hi, this is Anna with Check It at the Round Table. Just so you know, you can support this podcast as well as related podcast what the BL and YouTube channels, the Hand Network and the Asian Drama Club by going to our website, thelittlegreenhouseonthecorner.com backslash support, where we have both PayPal donation buttons as well as the affiliate link for Grove Collaborative. Also, if you want to donate directly via PayPal, you can donate to snow at gmail.com. Thanks for your support. And without further ado, here's today's podcast. Hi, this is Anna. And this is Check It at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Golden Blood, Episode 6 of the Thai BL Drama Series. This episode was wrought with conflict. And you know, overall, I don't mean it weird... I'm not very impressed with Golden Blood. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Thai drama. I mean, I am a huge fan of a lot of Thai drama. But this one, it just really isn't doing much for Anna on the scale of drama greatness. I do have to say I really like the guy who plays um, the bodyguard. And not because of his looks at all, except he can give this puppy dog face that you're going... It's kind of like, um, oh, what's his name? Aaron Lai from I Do Be Loved in House, and you're going, you know, I'm sure you could be mad at this person, but how could you possibly be mad at them when they're making that face? I mean, barring they murdered someone, I mean, really, it'd be hard to be mad at someone when they give you that face. I'm just saying. So anyway, I like watching it because the Bodyguard is so funny and cute, not in an attractive like look way, but cute as in you are so adorable when you do that face. But anyway, I'm sorry, my old digression there, but that's really all that Anna's enjoying a lot about the series. I do find the odd couple of pitch and bank slightly amusing because they are kind of hilarious for comedic effect. In this episode Pitch and Bank are in their tent coated with bug anti-itch spray because they have really gotten hit by the ants when they jumped in the pool. And, you know, they really aren't discussing what happens in the lake. You know, what happens in the lake stays in the lake. I don't know. But anyway, kind of like the Loch Ness Monster. But anyway, so... Pitch and Bank are in their tent. Um, Bank cannot get comfortable, so he switches places with Pitch three times. And at the end of that pitch, he's like... I am tired of switching places. What does it take to get you to go to sleep, Bank? (laughs) I mean, no offense. He's like, you know, I've moved three times. You've moved back three times. I'm getting tired. He said, you know, I'm just going to tickle you till you go to sleep. And so he starts tickling Bank, thinking, you know, maybe if I wear him out, he'll go to sleep. And I don't mean that in an inappropriate way. I'm just saying he's like, you know, I'm going to tickle him to pieces, and then he'll go to sleep. Well, during the Tickle Fest that... Bank and him, by accident, fall on one another, and um, Pitch decides to take advantage of the moment, but then completely panics after taking advantage of the moment. It's at this point that Bank sits there and goes, What were you thinking, Pitch, just now? He actually, Pitch leaves the tent because he's so um, beside himself with freaking out about this whole incident. And it's at this point that Banks comes over and he goes, Pitch, what is going on here? You had to have a reason for trying to have this romantic moment and then panicking about it. What's your reason? He said, I'm not really mad about what happened. I just want to know what you're thinking. And Pitch says, I I wasn't thinking. Okay, I I just, I was not thinking. I don't know what I was doing. And he says, you know, you need to tell me what you were thinking or I am going to be mad because you don't have a good reason for what you did, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Which I don't mean a weird I always thought of Banks as kind of a stupid person in this series. I, I don't mean that bad at all. He just doesn't seem to hit on all cylinders. But I have to say, in this episode, he kind of surprised me because even though he is stupid, he sat there and asked really good questions about an issue. He's like, you know, I'm not really quite so mad that you which took me and then uh, accidentally decided to try to have a passionate moment. That's not what's bothering me. What's bothering me is that you don't have a good reason for your actions, which if you don't have a good reason for your actions, then maybe you shouldn't do those actions. That's just a thought there. But anyway, this leads to Pitch and Banks being kind of having a stick toward one another. Actually, in this case, I think what's happening is Pitch is panicking and Banks is just aggravated that Pitch won't admit that he likes him and why he did what he did. I mean, no offense, that's really kind of what's going on here. So at the end of the day, they're having a little argument. Also, Sky and Sun are having an argument because Sun is not telling Sky that he likes him because, for obvious reasons, that could cause quite a ruckus. Um, Sun comes back to the tent later on and finds that Sky is having a nightmare, like he did before, because his mom was killed in front of his eyes. Which that would definitely give you nightmares. And he covered him with a blanket and kind of just pats him in his sleep. Sky decides he's he's woken up and he starts crying because he realizes that. You know, Sun will not admit what he really feels, and this really aggravates Sky. I do think, no offense, Sky is kind of a petulant person. I kind of have the same feelings about him as I have about Zhao Shui in We Best Love when you first meet him. Although I do have to say, by the end of We Best Love Season 2, I totally like Zhao Shui. I mean, I think he's a really cool person. But when you first meet Zhao Shui, I kind of get the initial feeling that I have about Sky because he's just kind of a spoiled brat and he really doesn't improve in this episode to be quite honest because he fails to realize what other people might have to go through if they admit something and I really think you have to sit there and go what do people have to gain and what do people have to lose and in this case I think Sun could have lost everything and he knew it and he didn't want that and he also didn't want to ever be a burden to someone he cared about which is why he did what he did in this episode which is just go back into bodyguard mode instead of I care about this person a lot mode so anyway the rest of this episode is basically they pack up from their tent time Um, pitch and banks are distant from each other sun and sky are distant from each other um, it's not that Pitch or Sun want to be distanced from Bank or Sky, it's just Bank and Sky are putting up walls because they're magic them. And you know, I, I do get their points, but their points really don't hold a lot of weight when you consider what other options are going on. I do have to say with Pitch, he should have given Banks a reason and that would have solved this whole problem, but he didn't. So they end up going back to Bangkok, going to school, um... Sun and Sky and Pitch and Bank decide to play soccer a couple of days later, and it's at this point that Pitch hurts his hand. Banks takes him to the infirmary. And basically, I think it's at this point that Pitch and Bank kind of resolve their issues. I mean it's not great, but it's during this time that um, Pitch insists that Bank take him home since he's the reason that he got his hand hurt. And It's during this time when he gets off the scooter. He says, Banks, I don't want you to go yet. I want to tell you something. He said, you know, I still don't know why I did what I did And the tent when I was tickling you. He said, I I don't know why I did that. but He said, I can tell you I've never felt the way I feel about anyone except the way I feel about you. He said, I know that's probably not the best of answers, but he said, that's the best answer I can give you for why I did what I did and he said you know you wanted a reason and he said that's the reason I can give you he said now it might not be the best reason it might not be the most eloquent but it's the best reason I can give you right now and he says can you take that reason he said I'm not doing this to be basically bad or manipulative he says I honestly can't explain to you what I feel in words he says it just isn't something I'm good at doing but he said I can tell you that's why I did what I did and it's at this point the bank's like okay you gave me a reason this is good and they basically that resolves their little conflict with Sun and Sky, it's not quite so simple. Sky decides to throw basically temper tantrums, say so that he wants a new bodyguard. so Sun Ergo calls Sky's dad and says, um, you know the young master would like a new bodyguard. Um, also the bad guys did come and attack me and Sun again. Uh, I and Sky again. He didn't want me to tell you because he didn't want to worry you but this is what's happened. And he would like somebody new to come take over. And, and Sky's dad's like, you know, he's mad at you. It'll be okay. Don't worry about that. And he says, I will go and take care of the problem that we're having with this other person. It's at this point that Sky's dad decides to burn the other gangster mobsters factory where he's housing drugs which warns the police and then he calls the gangster and says you know what you are messing with my son if you mess with my son this is what's going to happen so I wouldn't do this again if I were you just just a little tip here so that's how this episode closes with sun and sky still discordant um guy is throwing a temper tantrum, in his room. and I don't mean that bad about the temper tantrum, but I, I really have very little truck with people that are throwing pillows around and kicking their feet. I mean, I don't mean it bad, whether they're three or whether they're 35, it just doesn't really work for Anna. So I don't mean it weird, but I'm like, well, you know, I get that son is not, you know, Doing what um, Sky would like, but that's really no reason to throw a fit. If anything, that would make Sun less likely to want to be around that person, I would imagine. But anyway, that is my review of Golden Blood episode six. I believe episode seven will be available here in about, I think, four days. I don't know for sure. I'm not really watching the schedule. I just happen to look at it on the weekends. Um, overall, so far, I'm giving this series like a 5 out of 10. The only thing that I really do enjoy is, again, I think Pitch and Bank are kind of funny. And I also really like the puppy dog face of the, um, what do you call him, the bodyguard. He's just he's just adorable. I mean, I don't mean a bad, but he's like, you know... You you need to go sit down and have a cookie. It's okay. So anyway, that is my review of Golden Blood episode six. Check it at the round table. Bye. Hi, this is Anna with Check It at the Round Table. Just so you know, you can support this podcast as well as related podcast what the BL and YouTube channels, the Hand Network and the Asian Drama Club by going to our website, thelittlegreenhouseonthecorner.com backslash support, where we have both PayPal donation buttons as well as the affiliate link for Grove Collaborative. Also, if you want to donate directly via PayPal, you can donate to snow at gmail.com. Thanks for your support. And without further ado, here's today's podcast.